Hey guys, welcome to Houndwave. I'm Taylor West here with Nate Block. We're going to be talking Ravens today. they got a big game coming up against the Bengals who are 0-5. You know, I think it's safe to say in this one, if the Ravens do drop this game, uh, I have lost almost all hope. Yeah, I mean, I agree. The Bengals are a terrible team this year. Ravens need to win this, especially because our schedule looking forward is not yep. not favorable. Uh, this year is actually unique where every one of our games is either like away one week, home the next week, away mm-hmm. one week. Next. So I think we really need to capitalize on these home games and try to win as many as we can. Yeah, I mean, losing to the Browns two weeks ago, one of the worst losses I've personally ever seen. Um, but a couple of things that the Ravens really have to work on is, you know, the win in Pittsburgh was not good. Yeah. It was not good. That that did not boost my confidence. I would not say that I'm happy with that win. The only guy who played particularly well, like overall, was like Marlon Humphrey, obviously, yeah. and Justin Tucker, who's Definitely. you know classic, consistent always. <clears throat> so what I don't understand here is that so the Mark Ingram for the first time really struggled to run the ball. So I think in this Bengals game, the Bengals are the worst run defense in the NFL. If we don't run the ball 70% of the play, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Lamar has not looked good these past couple of weeks. It doesn't matter what you say. I mean, I, I agree he does not look good, and I completely agree with that. But I also want to talk about his stat line doesn't completely represent how the game last week went. That's true. It, it said he had three interceptions. Two of them easily could have been incomplete one, one, one of them, One of them was a PI, and one of them was... Uh, just not not interception. Not interception. Um, but one of the things that Lamar is really struggling with is, you know, I really don't think it's that much of the O line's fault that he got f- sacked five times in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's moving around a lot in the pocket. If you're in the pocket, you just got to stay. You got just kind of stay in your one place. You mm-hmm. can't. He's he. A lot of the sacks, he's just walking into the guys and he's getting grabbed by the jersey and being brought down. And you know, also. This can partly be to blame by the wide receivers for not getting open. Definitely. Uh, also, the tight ends. You know, the wide receivers have been basically not involved. Uh, Marquise Brown um, and Willie Sneed, you know, need to start, you know, get getting open. We need to start passing a little bit more downfield. I wouldn't mind seeing that. But, I, yeah, I, I just think that in this game against the Bengals, we have to be running the ball a lot more than passing because Lamar is clearly not at his best right now. But yeah, yeah, I feel like some of that that's going on with Lamar in the pocket is he wants to prove that he's a good passer. And he by does. doing that, he's trying to stay in the pocket, but he's moving around. Him last year, anytime he got pressured, he would have just taken off. But this year, he's trying to prove that he can like either move around the pocket, maneuver, and then throw a good pass. But at this point, we can't be him have him like testing that in our games. He's either got to run it like he did last year, or get rid of the ball quick, or even just throw it away. Because at this point, we're losing yardage on almost half our pass plays yeah i mean it's it's getting to be at a point where it's a little bit ridiculous and o-line you know didn't do a great job didn't do a great job blocking lamar keeps doing it on the ground very well um i think he's you know he i'm sure you've heard that lately lamar wants to be a passer first and a runner second and he does not like running the ball well lamar you're gonna have to run the ball (laughs) that that's like you're very fast and that's like half of what you bring to the table right now and or for yeah, for at least now. For, for right now. Um, so, I I think that you have to really be open to running the ball, which he has been. You know, he got 14 carries in the last game. That's good. But I think that if you're in a situation where it's third and five, and you have the five yards in front of you, instead of making a really tough pass take down the, the down the field, take the yardage. Getting a first down is so much more important than a 50-50 shot at getting a 15-yard play because it really doesn't matter that much. Yeah. I mean, I also agree. I think 
that we need to get Mark Andrews involved more this week. It's, I mean, he's been banged up since about like week two, but every week he's still continued to play, and I think he does that this week also. I really want to see Miles Boykin do something. He hasn't been able to get them any snaps the last couple of weeks, but I, I, I don't see why you don't try him out considering that our passing offense is almost non-existent. Yeah, I think the the um, the whole thing with Miles Boykin early in the season was um, he struggles with route running and getting open. Um, that was a theme through training camp. I think probably still a theme through now, judging by he's not getting that many snaps. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Miles Boykin still has somewhat to go until he does get there. I don't think I, I'm going to see him. We're going to see him like contributing right now, that yeah. much, like maybe a couple receptions a game, at least more than last game where he doesn't even get a target. But, um, but yeah, I mean, switching it over to the defensive side of the ball, the pass rush has been abysmal. Terrible. It has been abysmal. And, you know, you can't really blame it on the secondary, although there is a certain amount you can. You can't really do it that much when the quarterback has seven seconds to throw the ball. It's ridiculous. You know, you have guys like Pernell McPhee, which was a fine sign. Like, he's not doing – he's doing fine. He's like, I think, three or four sacks. Um, And Matt Judon. But really the D tackles are not doing anything up the middle in passing. You know, Brandon Williams and Michael Pierce, they're – certified run stuffers they need to get a little more involved in the past game maybe taking up a couple more blockers um but Matt Judon and Pernell McPhee also just need to really take advantage of the Bengals uh injuries on their O-line yeah this week. I, honestly since week one we our defense played very well week one we had good pass rush we like well it, it is against the Dolphins it is against the so. Dolphins but it proved that we could actually like get some pressure on the quarterback since then I mean talk about the Browns game the secondary played terrible, but at the same time, you can't mark receivers like Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry for more than five or six seconds without expecting them to get open. Yeah, and, and Jimmy Smith is out again. Um, Marlon Humphrey has been one of the best corners in the NFL, um, especially with the game-winning play last game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is it is to a point. Um, it, it's it's tough because Brandon Carr is obviously not playing at the top of his game right now. Um, Maurice Kennedy has had to step up, and he's actually doing pretty well. Yeah, you know he got a pick in the Browns game. Um, to my surprise, like I've always been kind of against Maurice Kennedy, but he's had a he just had a great start to the year. Yeah, well, looking forward to this game. I mean, the only positive thing we have is that the Bengals are really banged up on their wide receiver yeah. core. I mean, you got Tyler Boyd, who's so actually- so Tyler Boyd, who's who I think is a very good receiver. Um, will be covered by Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. But after that, the Bengals really don't have yeah, much. John Ross went on IR, which is which is very which is very good for the Ravens because yeah. we are really lacking in second. We're really lacking in secondary right now. So right now, their wide receiver too is Auden Tate, yeah. who I've never heard of. Yeah, I mean he, he did okay last week. He had really? a couple receptions. Okay. But I mean nothing like John like John Ross super fast could have easily burnt someone like Brandon Carr or Maurice Kennedy. I mean right now they only have four or five wide receivers on the depth on their depth chart. So obviously not at all um, good in that department. So um, I think looking forward to this game, you know, we're obviously going to have the edge in special teams. Mm-hmm. And I think we also have the edge in offense. Now the defense becomes a question, you know, um, the Bengals do have some defensive playmakers. They have Geno Atkins and Carl Stonelap. The offensive line has to do a good job containing them. Definitely. Um, they have some playmakers in the secondary with Drake, Kirk Patrick, Sean Williams. Um, so I, I really think it's huge that the Ravens do try to run the ball as much as possible or just target over the middle with their very weak line back in core. So, yeah. Yeah, I, 
I really think we need to get back to some of what we did last year when we ran the ball. I mean, part of the reason that, yes, our defense was way more skilled last year. We had CJ Mosley. We had plenty of playmakers. But at the same time, near the end of the season when we had Lamar Jackson, we ran the ball, ran the clock. About 70% of the time. of possession was so much longer in those games. Yeah, we were getting like two-thirds of the time of possession in the and, game. I mean, if you, that's complete like time for the defense to rest. Defense to, like, and it, and it also keeps their defense tired. I mean, if you have time of possession, most of the time you are going to win because that means you're getting more plays. Your defense is resting and their defense is not. Like we saw in the Browns game last year, the Ravens rushed for about 300 yards because they had two-thirds – of the time of possession and their defense was tired upon tired. And it would, there was just no end to the amount of rushing yards the Ravens would pick up. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to make a prediction. I think the Ravens do what Taylor said, run the ball the whole time. Mark Ingram um, has, I would say over a hundred yards okay. in this game yeah. has at least one touchdown. And I'm going to go Ravens 28 and the Bengals get 13. Yeah, I could see that as a possibility. Um, in our first NFL podcast, I actually picked the upset for the Bengals to win. I don't know how much I feel about that anymore. I've been looking kind of at the Bengals, and they're just really a bad team. They're 0-3 on the road, haven't really played any close ones besides week one against the Seattle Seahawks. But they, they just lost to the Steelers a couple weeks ago, 27-3, to and we beat the Steelers. Um, so if I look at their schedule, I think the Ravens are a better team than them. So I think the Ravens will win, but it's going to be close. And I think it's going to come down to a defensive play at the end of the game. Maybe a sack, maybe an interception. I think the score will be – I don't think it's going to be a very good game. I'm going like a 25-23 to because, okay. you know, John Harbaugh is going to throw in one of those two-point conversions at some place. Just like you're down by 14. Can we talk about that? So, <laughs> to, so two weeks ago, John Harbaugh went for two when they were down by by – I, so so we were down by 14, we got the touchdown, and he went for two, which does not make any sense to me because all this does is if you miss it, then you'll just have to go for two again, and you're probably not going to get it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what his analytics say. I don't know what the – I mean, because that would on, honestly make sense. I don't see if, any rationale behind it. There was no rationale behind it. I mean, maybe he thought Justin Tucker was going to shank another one. Um, but, you know, the Ravens did end up losing that game, not because of that decision. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do believe that is something like that we need, like, will be important, especially in this game this Sunday. Like, John Harbaugh needs to stop making these like irrational decisions. I get that we have a power offense; we can especially go for it again down. Uh, against these like against these teams that the Ravens p- typically play down to. You got to get your points. You got to you got to keep them down. You can't give them any momentum because you know a stop two point conversion will just give a team momentum that they didn't already have. So I mean that. That's the point of it. Like, it's not going to be that much of a momentum shifter to get a two-point conversion other than stopping one. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my thought. Do you have any uh, hot takes for this week? Um, I would go with Lamar Jackson will throw two touchdowns to Mark Andrews. Interesting. I, I love that. He's on my fantasy team. Um, my, my hot take is that I think Tyler Eifert will have over 100 100- uh, receiving yards. All right, let's say over 150. That's not much of a hot take. So the Ravens have really struggled in covering over the middle, and tight ends have been part of that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that the Ravens will give up 150 yards to Tyler Eifert, but we'll we'll clinch it out. We'll get it, move on to 4-2, and, and looking ahead, you know, the Ravens 
probably have the toughest schedule in the oh, NFL yeah. after this week. I mean, it is just brutal. You cannot say any game is a lock because you have games. like So we go into Seattle next week. That's going to be a tough game. Then we play at home against the Patriots, who look very good, but do have a banged-up receiving core, which could play to our advantage because we have a banged-up secondary. Yeah. And have Jimmy Smith back to cover a guy like, I don't know, Philip Dorsett. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, then we have the Bengals, which, again, is never that, – That is never a – Playing in Cincinnati is not playing good for them. Yeah. And then we play the Texans, the Rams, and then the Niners and the Bills. And look, like, at the it, end it, of the it, season, you wouldn't think you wouldn't that the think Niners that the and Bills, and Bills but teams. going into Buffalo and winning that game, it's going to be a good matchup because these teams are going to be play. Both teams are going to be playoff contenders at the end yeah, of the year. I mean, but and Garoppolo the week before, like these are not easy games. No, whatsoever. definitely not. I mean, Garoppolo just lit up the Browns who beat us pretty badly. Yeah. Um, and then finishing with the at Browns, which is not not which is a very tough game. And then home against the Steelers and those that Steelers game. That's going to be tough because the Steelers are going to be out of the playoffs at that They're point. They're going to want to knock and, us off. and they are going to want to knock us off. We had done it before to them knock them out of the playoffs, so why wouldn't they want to do it to us? There is no better feeling and no better way to end the season than beating your arch rival to knock them out of the playoffs when you already are out of the playoffs. Yeah, very true. So, I mean, yeah, the Ravens are going to have to win these games. Uh, I think if they lose this game, they're, they they may – I don't know. I, I don't think there's much hope left because, you know, you've got to go probably – you probably got to go with a winning record in the end of the season from here on out. Yeah. Um, to make the playoffs, you got to go 10 6. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. Do you any last thoughts? That's it. All right, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you. Hopefully, the Ravens win, and we'll see you later.